you're listening to the We Speak Common Podcast Network. For more information and to support the show, head to WeSpeakCommon.com. Hello and welcome to this episode of the D&D Podcast for Everyone, because here we speak common. Brought to you in partnership with the Dice Dungeon and Describe. Dice Dungeon's your one-stop shop for all things D&D, from premium dice sets to rolling trays and adventures. And you can use the code WESPEAKCOMMON to get 10% off your order at the Dice Dungeon. Or if you're looking for finely crafted box decks to improve your player's immersion, head to describe.com, spelled B-S-C-R-Y-B, and get 10% off your subscription with the code COMMON at checkout. This week on Table Fables, I'm joined by Dave to talk about how to handle when someone leaves your table. Welcome to We Speak Common. And welcome to a very ominous We Speak Common, because the heavens have opened. Uh, there is occasionally flashes of lightning as Zeus tries to smite us down, and really, really deep roars and rumbles of thunder. So if through this episode you hear, maybe just in the background, a little rumbling, because that's what, that's, what, that's what thunder sounds like, right? Um, that's what's happening. There's just, there's just a torrential downpour where I live right now. Uh, Dave, hi, how are you? Is it raining um, where you are? Not yet, but it is due. So I'm sure I'll be traveling from Manchester my way shortly. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're not far from me. Although I say that yesterday, I, so it's, it's really hot in the UK right now. The Indian plume is here or the Indianan plume or whatever it's called. I don't know. This is hot from another country. It's how it it's works. It's hot. And, um. It's really hot. It's like 30 degrees Celsius, which for us... is very hot. That's a lot. Because we're yeah. not built for it in the UK. No. Like, our houses are built to stay warm, so they stay hot. It's awful. Yeah. We don't have AC or anything like that. Um, and I, w- I was in town, so I was in... This won't mean anything to anyone outside of Manchester, but I'm going to tell you anyway, because Dave will enjoy it. <laughs> I'll know it. I was, um, <laughs> I was at uh, Piccadilly Gardens, mm-hmm. and all the trams got cancelled. It, it chucked it down. We waited for it, for it to calm down a little bit. So, right, okay, I'll walk to the Piccadilly Gardens. I'll, I'll walk to the tram stop. I'll get a tram home. Mm-hmm. Um, first tram stop, closed. Okay, fine. Next tram stop, closed. Okay, great. Guy said, I'll walk to St. Peter's Square, which is like maybe a 10 minute walk. It's yeah. not that far. And get the tram from there. Got mm-hmm. there, trench downpour, got soaked, literally looked like I'd been in a shower in my clothes. Really, really, really wet. Mm-hmm. Um, got the tram from there to Cornbrook, which is probably a 10 minute tram ride, did mm-hmm. you say? Yeah. So it's not far at all. Like, you could walk it in half an hour. Not far. I got off the tram, literally dripping wet, and everyone around me was stone dry. It was boiling. There was not a cloud in sight. 30 minutes away, zero rain, 30 minutes into town, (laughs) lightning, heaviest rain I've seen in my life. It was mental. So mental. Um, So there you go. You, uh, You might not get the storm that's happening here because apparently it can't travel 30 minutes. I don't know, it is due. It's definitely due. I can see it on the app saying I'm going to get it. My favourite thing as well is that right before the heavens opened, I had my windows open. I've closed it now because I'm recording. Mm-hmm. I had my windows open and I could hear people chanting and, sh- and shouting because the Manchester City football team, they've just won the triple and they're doing their parade through the city centre and I can hear <laughs> it from my flat. And I thought... I wonder if it's going to rain on them because loads of United fans at my work were like, oh, I hope it, hope it pisses down on them. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and it has done just that. It's done so, exactly uh, that. 
There you go. There you go. That's uh, that's what's happening. There's context for any weird sounds you hear around <laughs> this episode. How are you, Dave? How you doing? I'm okay. How are you? Yeah, I'm really good. I'm not too bad. Um, long day at work. Mm-hmm. Casual stuff happening that's frustrating, but we're okay. Um, came home, went to the gym. It's raining. Got a little mm-hmm. beer. Talking little to you. Tiny beer. Yeah. Things things could be a lot worse. That's completely you, fair. Um, you're tired, aren't you? I am tired, but I'm okay. <laughs> long day at work, long day at home. <laughs> now you've got to sit and talk to me for an hour, you poor soul. Uh, yeah, um, I'm just going to cancel. I, think, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> mm, <laughs> you can't late. cancel now. We've started late. recording. Yeah. <laughs> once, once Craig is in the server recording us, that's it. You can't. It's game over can't at that it. point. <laughs> Once, once Assistant Craig is involved, you're done. You commit to the next hour. <laughs> Does um, speaking of uh, cancelling and wanting to walk away, oh yes, shall we? <laughs> shall we talk about I did that people well. leaving the table? <laughs> you did that very well. It didn't come from there. You didn't actually want to leave me. You just did it as a segue. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. That's what I'll tell myself to feel better about it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, tricky, tricky topic today. Very in, difficult in some topic. ways. Yeah. I think a lot um, of people will have experienced this, though. And you know what? I, and I've said this before in the past, in mm-hmm. that throughout my kind of like D&D career, as it were, yeah. I've been very lucky that my, my party and my table has been um, very aligned, all the same people for many mm-hmm. years. Yeah. And the first time someone left, it was because uh, it was when Joe left and he, you know, he had a big life change. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. And it was all very amicable and lovely and wonderful. And he comes back occasionally. And that's, that's that. In, this, you, in the last did, two years. Yeah. Gone. No, did, did Joe leave after the campaign? Did he, you finish the campaign that he left? Yeah. So we knew that Joe was going to go yeah. for a long time. I mean, he'd, he'd been working towards mm-hmm. joining the military for, for his whole life, as long as I've known him. Um, and he, he, you know, had his date that he was going off to, you know, take charge and have, you know, have to have lives in his hand and do more serious stuff and talk about dragons and stuff. Yeah. Um, And uh, so we, I said to everyone, like, look, that's the day we have to Mm -hmm. finish. And it was Dragon Heist. That's the day we've got to finish Dragon Heist. So up until that point, my party had been exactly the same people bar one addition. No one had left, like, for years. It was amazing. It was incredibly lucky. Um, so we just made sure, like, it was like, I mean, you think strip shuttling D&D is hard normally. I was like, I became a little bit tyrannical and I was like, guys, you cannot cancel these sessions because we've got to finish the campaign. Yeah. And everyone was really on board and they all, because we've been doing it for years, they wanted to give Joe a big send off and it was yeah. an amazing session for him to end on. And then that rolled with those characters straight into the second campaign and those characters, yeah. you know, went off and did different things. We did the epilogue as we did the first session of Tomb, right, okay. which was amazing too. Um, but yeah, so we, we knew, and it was actually, it was our new year's Eve game because we, nice. we were doing games on, on yeah. this. So it was like, we re- we ended the year. We ended the campaign. That's amazing. And we wished Joe well, two days later, off he went, you know, that's physically. wild. So, yeah. That's really yeah, nice though. Yeah. That's, see, that's a really nice play. That's, yeah. That's lovely. Wonderful. Yeah. And like, and I guess, okay, well let's start with that one. Right. We knew it was coming. So we were all emotionally prepared for it. We were sad about it, but like, you know, we'd had time to come to terms with it. Yeah. And because it was the end of the campaign, it was like the perfect time for him. I bet that was a very, a very emotional game. Like that last session, I bet there was like, 
Yeah, you oh, all yeah. felt it, right? Like the yeah, yeah, massively, massively. So, um, you know, we've been playing D and D together for for years. Some of us about five years. Me and Joe have been playing D and D together for coming up to ten. You know, yeah. like that's a long time to just like a long, long yeah. time. Um, wild. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything to say about that because I think. I don't think there's any tips or like no, tricks yeah. to give you. Like it's just it's no, just, no, it was just a like they're going to go. Total, yeah, right. That was yeah. End of, end of campaigns that is the time to go, um, but we're going to kind of focus on those times when it's unexpected. And and in the last couple mm-hmm. of years, it's happened. It's happened like three times for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I feel I feel this weird kind of like shame about it. I don't yeah. know why. There's there's something I think because I haven't had people leaving so long. I got this yeah. weird kind of shame that oh. People yeah, I think my game. Yeah, that's a it's a feeling that I think any in that situation, especially the situations that have happened. Yeah, uh, the void the they've been awkward situations for you. I think um, the last few times. Hmm. So I think that's that's why yeah. it feels more difficult because it's not always been on amazing hundred percent terms. Yeah, and I think that's something we should get into and i'm like i'm not gonna we're not gonna give details or anything like no. we're not gonna do that but but you know i've had people leave and and it'd be right and it'd be okay and it'd be very yeah. amicable and actually the majority of them have been nice only one that hasn't been that way um yeah and it's like that's good and it's healthy but it it still it still kind of feels a bit naff um, yeah so I suppose let's talk about uh, let's talk about what to do when someone leaves the table. Um, yeah, and I think we should we should start with when someone just can't commit anymore because that's yeah, happened definitely. Um, in our group, not with me as a DM, but in our group. Yeah, uh, and and I think is the, the a nicer place to start. Maybe yeah, definitely, I definitely. I mean, it's like unless there's a situation like Joe's situation someone leaving the table isn't going to be a good experience really right it's not Nine times like out a, ten, yeah. yeah it's not going to be a a pleasant time <laughs> yeah well uh, maybe um so we've had in the past a player uh, go to the dm and say hey look i can't commit anymore like yeah. it's been time time restraints a long time yeah, campaign's been going on for a while. My life's changed. I mean, yeah. our campaign's been going on for five years. A lot's happened in those five years, and we'll talk about some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, I just, I just don't have the the time now to give yeah. you this, which is completely, completely fair. reasonable. Yeah, yeah. It's naff, but it happens. Yeah. And I think you and I have had a conversation about like how much time we commit to D anD. d Yeah. And I, you know, I always say it's, it's one of my biggest hobbies, if not my biggest hobby. Yeah. Uh, it's something I adore and I love, but I know I can do two games a week yeah. max. And one of those I will be DMing because that's where I find most of my joy. Yeah. The other one I'll be playing in. And so once I've hit that limit, which I'm on right now, I've been on that yeah. limit for a while. Yes. And I've played around with it and we've put other things in. Yeah. I know that's it. I can't commit to any other campaigns and I won't commit to any campaign until the one I'm playing in as a player finishes. Yeah, correct. Um, so if that changes, I don't know, maybe... Dave, maybe a baby is born. 
Maybe. Maybe. I was gonna say maybe like you get a new job and you move, but I did that and I'm and I we had You're a break here. and I came back, yeah. so that's okay. But yeah. but you know, in some work changes, maybe you've gone from a nine to five Monday to Friday to shifted work that could be Yeah, like week, you did you know? like night shifts, that's a real Oh scupper. my god, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it changes everything. So in that situation, um I think the best thing to do, and this is is what we witnessed, is first of all is to sit on the feeling. Because the moment you go, and this yeah. is, a, you know, a player's come to me and said, I don't think I can do this anymore. And I've gone, okay, how long have you been feeling that way? And they've gone, yeah. well, just recently, a couple of weeks. I've gone, okay, sit with it. Mm-hmm. Sit with it. And I say that for everything. Yeah. Because you might think it and feel it in like a really low moment. Mm-hmm. And make a snap decision on something that you've been spending two years on. Yeah. So and I was deeply say, regress it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Do a couple more weeks, see if it's really not manageable. Yeah. And if it's not, that's when you can yes. start having a conversation. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I don't know. My next thing is like, just go, just go straight to the DM. Go and talk to the DM. Yeah, I mean, like, before anything else, really, talk to the DM. Uh, if, from a player perspective, you should, as a person leaving, you should go and speak to the DM about it. Tell them how you're feeling. Tell them the reasons why, and then discuss it with them before discussing with anyone else. Because the last thing you want to do is go and speak to someone else in the group, and then that get back to the DM, and then the DM's like, gets the wrong end of the stick, or, you know, feels yeah. negative towards you about it. Like, it's... It, may come off bad if you don't discuss with them first yeah because it's never a nice feeling to hear you know someone wants to leave the game yeah exactly. never, but even if it's even if it's you know a genuine reason it still doesn't feel great it's like oh no. that's that's a bit shit yeah um because as much as i think you and i would say about all the people we play live play with as much as we're like Curtis people and we understand that things happen and all that. Yeah. There's a there's a bit inside you that always goes, Well, I thought you'd like my game enough to to yeah, right. put it before anything else. You know, yeah. there's, there's always that voice in the back of your head. Uh, no matter how, you know, I don't know yeah. zen you are. Um so yeah, go and talk to DM. And the other thing is they might be able to say to you, Okay, well, what if we change the schedule a little bit yeah. like, could we do a different day could we, How do can we make this week? work for you yeah mm. if you've got a good group that's probably the first conversation you'll have yeah and you'll probably try something and it might work it might not and if it does great you solve the issue right mm-hmm. if not then it's about okay how do you communicate that it's not working and you you need to step away and how as a dm do you you know take that yeah. message when it comes um, have you ever have you ever had that conversation as a player or a DM? Uh, so I've had to remove someone from a game before. Oh, uh, oh we'll, we'll get to that. We'll later. get to that. But um, that's that's for when I finish my beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we we've spoken before about, and I've spoke to James obviously as well. That once Tyranny's finished with, I won't be continuing any more games with anyone else's DM because I also want to focus on my DMing as well. Mm. Yeah. Cause right now you play in two games and you and I DM run, one. yeah, I run a, a fortnightly uh, game, which I would like to turn weekly once tyranny's finished. So do you think your schedule will look like mine where you run one, play one? 
yeah, I want to just get yeah. down to two games, and then if I have any extra time and I want to play something else, fine. But like at the moment, just two games would be enough for me. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a really good balance. Like, yeah, it's just worked for me for so many years. Yeah. Um. Okay, so how did you approach that chat with James? Well, we just discussed it openly. Dude. I think we were on the call as well, to be honest. I think we just said, I just said, um, you know, what, I mean, it's, it's different because I'm completing the campaign. Like I'm going the full hog, I'm finishing the game. And then yeah. I'm going, look, I can't continue managing three games of, like, you know, on a, a weekly basis. Mm. Which and I you've think, already kind of committed that second slot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I've got a family, uh, a young family, and I'm about to add another one to that family. So there's, you know, I've got a busy life as it is, um, mm. which is, you know, he understood completely. And uh, I spoke with you and Wes, who are also people in that game, and everyone's like, yeah, fair, fair enough, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is the, an example of the best case scenario. Yeah. You go, look, I'm going to finish the campaign, but just so you know, I'm not going to enlist into the next one. You do exactly. because of these reasons. And everyone yes. goes, yeah, we understand that's fair. And yeah. to be fair, if anyone comes to you and says, I'm finishing this campaign, but I won't be in the next one. Yeah. That's, you fair. need to just be okay with that. Yeah, because, that's completely you fair. Know, we all know how much of a commitment yeah. a new campaign is. I mean, um, here's a good example. So in my game I'm running, I had a player yeah. who was struggling to commit to time for time, like timing of sessions, like coming to on time or, or not being able to make it in sessions. And we sat down together and said, look, how can we make this work? Because he, at first they were like, you know, I think I'll just leave just to save mm-hmm. the bother. And I went, I don't want you to leave. I'd rather make this work. How can we work together to make this work? And then we just worked out, like, what do you need to do from your end and what do I need to do from my side to make that happen? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's where you want to be. You want to be approaching, as a DM, you want to be approaching it with that kind of sensitivity of, okay, well, what can I do to help before yeah. you hit the exit button? Um, as the player, and I've witnessed this, I think it's really important to be grateful for the time and energy that's gone into having you there. Because we always say this, you know, everyone's equal at the table. Everyone's a player. The DM's there to have fun too. But the nature of the beast is that the DM puts in four hours for every one that you put in. So you've got to be courteous to that. Right. I think the thing with our game that we play in it, like um, yours and James's game, is that a lot of the people at the table are DMs also. So I think yeah. that respect is already there. Like we're all aware of the effort, the work that's gone into running a game. Yeah. Like right? we know when we step away from the table and we're like, wow, that was a really good session. Yeah. We walk away and we're like, God, he must've put like six hours into <laughs> yeah. that. Like, fuck, yeah. that was yeah. good. You know, when, when you step away and you're like, oh, that was a, that was a, that, like when I step away from James's table, I'm like, yeah, that was a good classic James yeah. session. I really enjoyed that. I'm like, yeah, that man put some effort into yeah. that. Um, and that's why we message each other and we say like, oh my God, I had a great time. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Kind of stuff. We, we always show appreciation after like I, nine out of 10 times, at least two of us will say like, oh, great game guys. Oh, great session. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if we don't do it in person at the end of the call, cause it's not midnight and it, we actually <laughs> yeah. have time and we're, yeah. all, we're all still got energy. Yeah. We do it in person. Yeah. The worst thing you can do as a player who is stepping away is 
I think being, well, there's two things being unsure and like mm-hmm. kind of doing the hokey pokey and being like, maybe I will, maybe I won't, maybe I will. Or I'll see how it goes. If you're having that conversation, you've got to be at that point. If those, you know, changes that you and the DM have talked about haven't worked, you've got to commit. Yeah. You can't keep coming and going. And no. because, because as soon as you say to the DM, no, I'm definitely going to leave. Their mind is suddenly going, okay, how do I give you yeah. a good ending? Make it feel satisfying for you, satisfying yeah. for the other players, wrap up all the plot lines. Like they start building and yeah. working. Like a, a player leaving midway is work for the DM. A massive work. Like it's almost it's like the same as someone joining, like trying to work out the logistics of someone joining the party or leaving the party is such a difficult task. Especially in like games like Tomb, but like now we're yeah. in the Tomb as well. That's fucking difficult. I got some. I got some tricks on my sleeves. Don't you worry. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you have. <laughs> They're very short sleeves. There's not many of them, but they're up there. Uh, the other thing that is, you know, obviously a, oh, I think is obviously a big no-no is is if you're leaving a campaign because you can't commit to it, you don't you don't then go away and. Yeah. commit to another one or or you know suddenly go oh i'm gonna run my own game like mm-hmm. if you've bought into a campaign you, d- you don't just leave halfway through because you want to run something else yeah and need the time that's just that's just enough you know you know what i would also say is if you're going to leave the game for any reason other than obviously pure if it's just not working out between you and the group you should mm. stay for a few sessions and work together with the DM to give your character a satisfying end rather than just yeah. going, cut the cord, see you later. Yeah, if it's an am- amicable... Hang on, let me, let me try that again. <laughs> If it's an amicable mm-hmm. departure, then, then, and the way I've seen it and the way I do it is I say, okay, can you keep going for three sessions, four sessions, like what's your, how much have you got left in the tank in your energy bank? And if they go, yeah, yeah, I could do another month. Like I could do four sessions. I go, great. That gives me enough time to really kind of work something for you and make it great. Have you got an ending in mind? Do you want the player, the character to survive so you can use them down the line? Do you want to go heroically with a big bang and die and sacrifice yourself? Like, what are you thinking? And that's one of those moments I think where, and we've talked about this before over the years, but you lift the curtain a little bit yeah um you know you open the green curtain where the wizard sits and operates the big face <laughs> and you say hey come and look at this computer screen not the others just this one yeah and tell me which of these kind of endings you like and you you exactly. craft it with them um not I too much because you're going to be surprises as well, of course but, yeah, yeah i think that's a really healthy way of doing it is mm-hmm. just work with the dm and have that yeah. departure you you probably want and the, the group will want as well because no one wants to just be like yeah they're not here anymore sorry Oh yeah, yeah, a wormhole opened and they disappeared. Yeah, right. Which I've had to do like before, this... which is horrendous. Oh, like just have to be like, oh, this is just like, oh, they they decided they need to go somewhere. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I hate it so much. And like that's why I despise like tables where, you know, if someone's not there, the character just isn't there. Like yeah. I we we say if one person can't make the game within a week's yeah. notice. Like we, we give you up to a week to try and reschedule the game. Yeah. If you let us know you can't make it last minute and it's within a week of playing, we'll play without you, but only if it's one person. If two people yeah. can't do it, then we'll cancel the game. Because yeah. at that point, it's like, ah, what's the point? Yeah, Obviously, right. One person gone, you can kind of, and, and we keep the character there, and the DM kind of takes control, and yeah. 
gives them maybe a little bit of plot armor so they're not just dying when they're not yeah, there exactly. and that kind of stuff. Like I, I do, because I've got quite a large group, I run for six people. Uh, oh, yeah. So I, those days. <laughs> I, quite, I love large parties. I don't know what it is. I really, really enjoy running for a large party, which I know you are, you like a party of three or four. To well, run for no, you say you. this. I you actually run for having, <laughs> Yeah, I loved having a party of six. Yeah, I think six fun. is such a good number. I don't know why. Six or but, like three are like the sweet spots. <laughs> oh, I uh, hands down will I will die on the hill that, that a party of three with one mm-hmm. DM is the perfect size. Yeah, because there's always a decider on votes. Yeah, you get like this great weird mix of classes because yeah. you're missing like that fourth leg of the chair. Yeah, everything is dangerous but also yeah. surmountable. Like, it's just such a good... It's yeah, like, good Tyranny vibe. right now is, like, I love the party right now at Tyranny, which is a yeah, stark, con- stark contrast from when I was playing my previous character who was having a bad time. Um, yeah. Now this character is a lot more, like, chill, um, in the sense of he doesn't really care that much uh, of what's going on around him. He just wants to do things. About all the evil uh, shit that's happening. Yeah, yeah. Well, he yeah. wants to kill you still, but he's like, that's fine. I mean, uh, who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, doing, I mean, I, for different reasons. I just, I only have a bad time. In yeah, you that just, campaign. you just so, live bad times. I'm uh, just constantly crying. It's fine. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like, we've gone off the rails oh. here. But parties, are, I, I like big parties. I think are a lot of fun. I think smaller parties are good if you have enough. Like, if the role plays there like our level of role plays excellent in that game so we we manage it but like i have a lot of newer players um so they don't have that level of role play yet like they're not used yeah. to it enough so once that i mean there's i've got some excellent role plays in there um but there's just not at the level that we are yet like it takes yeah. time to build that up like i I still think, look at myself and go, am I, am I good enough to be here? <laughs> like, is this it? <laughs> but yeah, yeah like, it's, it's one of it. And that, that's the time things are like, you know, you've got to think me, Wes and James have been playing together for seven yeah, years. Exactly. So we just, we know each other's cues. We, yeah. we just, I set a ball up and Wesley knocks out of the park and he'll do yeah. the same for me, you know, because oh, we yeah. know what we're going for. There's been some juicy um, stuff recently. Uh, yeah, but anyway. Oh, Christ, let's not that, get into that. Oh, I know. I'm going to just say the tower scene was the fucking... I'm like, oh, oh, that's so good. Don't, I'll cry again. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, so obviously, best scenario. Yes. You wait to the end of the game, you have a good chat, you try and fix it. If it doesn't work, you leave amicably. Yes. Um, should we talk about when you as a DM have to ask someone to leave? Absolutely. Now, have you had an experience with this? <laughs> Oh, yes, I Okay. Have. <laughs> I have also had this, um, I think, twice? Oh, wow. Yeah. Two different games. Uh, so, again, I'll reiterate, I've had it very lucky. I've not had many problem players. And even the one I yeah. had wasn't a problem player, really. Yeah. Not, not at the heart of it. Um, so mine was, mine was difficult. Yeah. Was yours problem players? Was yours like... So one of them was something that happened outside of a game. Um, And the other one was just a problem player that was just like causing trouble for the sake of it in game. Yeah. Um, So two different scenarios, but the same ending. Okay. Yeah. 
So I think I want to preface this by saying, like I said earlier, we're all equal at the table. Yeah. But the DM puts in more hours. It's the same in that, like, you know, we're all friends. We're all equal. No one's better than anyone. But the nature of the beast that DM D&D mm-hmm. is, is that the DM, whoever it be, and, you know, our party rotates DMs. Yeah. They have to be given a level of respect. You kind of have to listen to their rulings and do as yeah. they say when they make a call, right? Yes. And as a DM, that's lovely because you're like, great, I am, I am able to run this game. Yeah. But it comes with the added downside that when there's something happening in the group, they kind of end up being the person that has to go and deal yeah, with that. You're the and, mediator you know, in all. Yeah. You have to slap people on the back of the wrist and be like, hey, come on. We're all friends. <laughs> um, we've all had, I think, I definitely have had, even with mm-hmm. my groups over the years, times when I've had to say, guys, let's, let's maybe be a bit more considerate of each other. Yeah. Or, hey, we're all friends, but maybe we took that a step too far. Yeah. Um, you know, I think at one point I was like, I feel like we're turning into that cool girl group of that sit around the table in the canteen and I don't want us to feel that way. We're <laughs> like, girls, okay, yeah. understood. We'll all, yeah, we're all being a bit mean girl. We'll all reel it in. And like, you have to have those conversations. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is DMs have to have these chats sometimes and it's shit. It's hard. It's such a hard thing to do. Yeah. Some people so, make it very easy, me, but it is difficult to do sometimes. <laughs> Some people do make it very easy indeed. Um, <laughs> So my experience with this was uh, I actually had uh, a player who was fairly new mm-hmm. to D and D. Yeah, uh, when they joined, and which is obviously a st- stark contrast to the group. Yes, um, they were welcomed in with open arms. It was all great. It was wonderful, um, and they improved over time. They kind of learned the game, got better mm-hmm. role playing, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, but it got to a point where. Uh, I think the things that they were looking for within the game were different from the things that the other players were looking for within the game. And for a while I was ending up having conversations with other players being like, Oh, I just feel a bit like this, or I just feel a bit this. And it's kind of, it's drawing away from the fun and, like, you know, I I don't feel as immersed. That was a big one. Saying like, Oh, I'm coming into the session. I'm, I'm lacking immersion. And as a DM, and I love teaching people D and D. You know, for years, I love bringing new people in, and it was really hard to, you know, take all of that and go, okay, how much is you guys kind of not being lenient? Maybe how much is genuine kind of disconnect yeah. between the two parties? You know, what's trying to literally work out where the line was and. For a while, I gave a lot of advice. I was like, okay, well, remember this, and maybe let's try this, and let me do this. And I had a couple of conversations with the player and I said, hey, how are you feeling? Like, where are you at? I remember yeah. at one point we had, you know, build a character that's coming into the campaign midway through, make sure you've got flaws and you've got, you know, goals yeah. and you've got a bit of a backstory. And, you know, they would write their backstory at the table or, or they, they wouldn't have flaws written down. Or, yeah. And it was like, okay, well, maybe... I can do something and I can help you and sit with you and help you build a character and other players yeah. would do the same. And, you know, so we, we went through steps and I think that's important. If you've got players in this scenario that I was in coming to you and saying, Hey, I don't, I don't, I'm not really jiving. If it's purely down to a gameplay thing and it's coachable. Yeah. Try that. You know, if the, it, if this other player is, is susceptible to it. 
Yeah, I mean, it even can come down to like, not even the player, it can come down to just the character they've made. Exactly, right? Right, it can just be as simple as like, that character is an absolute nightmare to deal with. And yeah, I made, I like, made characters oh, like that and I've gone, why am I doing, why, what have I done? Like, what have I made? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like if you go in playing a monk who is uh, taking a vow of silence and someone wants to roleplay with you right? and you're not getting anything from you, yeah. maybe don't play a monk that's doing mm-hmm. a vow of silence. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. You know, think about there, that. There's concepts that are cool to look at, right? Mm-hmm. That was a big flash. Uh, that was a really big flash of lightning. So <laughs> that shocked me. Yeah, I saw it. It was flashing across your house. Uh, <laughs> wow. So, um, yeah, so there's concepts that look great on paper or like are really fun in, in your head, but do not transfer well into in game, such as yeah. Power Silence Monk, right? Exactly. Or like the drunken soldier who's yeah. always drunk, like exactly. always causing trouble. Um, if, if they're new, then it happens with new players. They don't know those things, right? They don't no, see those, exactly. those red flags that we all know. And so that's a teachable moment. And that's a, hey, maybe try something else because this character's not driving with the party right now. Yeah, um, exactly. In this campaign. And we can do a campaign where you will play drunken sailors, but that's not this. This, this is not campaign. this. Yeah, exactly. You need to, yeah. So it comes out to like, I mean, we're, I'm going to slightly go off topic here, but it comes back to like session zero, like listen to what the campaign should be. Oh yeah. And 100%. like, you should work out as a group what your characters are going to be like and how they're going to interact prior. Yeah. So in this scenario, I would say, and I did, you have did. conversations with the player. Yeah. Um, it got to the point where I said to them, you know, I was getting so much from the group being like, it's not working for us and I you know could see it but was also kind of like I wouldn't mind having them here like I don't need them I don't need them to leave but if if a group of four people is saying the same the same it's thing, not yeah. working mm-hmm. at that point and, I, and we've tried things at that point I'm like okay it's not working do you, do you think it wasn't in this scenario a, a player based issue or do you think it was a character based issue that caused it uh, player in the sense that there was there was just a difference in what, what they was, wanted. Yeah, what was yeah what was being given and what the others wanted. And I mm-hmm. think the, I'd hate to say it this way, but the skill level. Yeah, like like you know, some people aren't great at role playing, and we were a really we are a really role heavy role play. Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't expect someone who who doesn't feel comfortable doing a character voice to do well in our table. Yeah, you know? right. Um, even James, bless him. A lot of his voices when he first started were just his voice. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of mine are very similar to like, my own voice. Like, the, probably Ivan yeah. is one of the most like out there one I've probably done in a long time. I love that you're doing that, though. I love seeing you come out of that show. And James did the same thing, but like, and that's the thing. Like, you, if it, if that was a problem, like, I could go to James and be like, "Hey, have you have you tried doing a different voice? Because we can't get through shape when you're talking about yourself, yeah. when you're talking as yeah. you, or when you're talking as." I, have, I mean, I've had it before where someone has told me like, "I am very good at," and this is probably just because I hate doing accents because I think I'm terrible <laughs> at them. But uh, I, I'm very good at like adjusting my pitches to make it yeah. slightly different to to me. Oh yeah, I mean that's a whole other topic, like how yeah. to do a voice. If you, I'm, I'm awful at accents, terrible yeah. at them. No, you're not. You're very good at accents. No, I'm really not. no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm what I'm good at 
is making up fake bullshit accents that don't exist. <laughs> well, Ivan's is basically me, French and Russian mixed into one. So. Right, but if you said to me, hey, do a do an Australian accent, I you couldn't do it. Like, yeah. I could maybe do a word and that would be, I can't hold yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I'm like um, I did, uh, in drama school, I did accents, I did a course on accents and I hated it because I was so bad at it. Um, yeah, with Ivan's, I tried to sit in front of a, many, like, YouTube tutorials on how to do Russian and I just couldn't. <laughs> Oh, it kept going yeah. French, and so I just rolls like it's French Russian now. Let's just roll with that <laughs> for Russian. For Russian. Um, but yeah, so I had a conversation with the player, and I said, "Look, we're at this point now where things aren't really working." Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I had to say, like, "Look, can you try these last few things?" Mm-hmm. But I'll be honest, if if it doesn't improve, I'm gonna ask you to step down yeah and um a tip that i would give and something that was i think very helpful and has always been helpful is saying like you know look don't feel like you need to reply to me right now take yeah. some time go and think yeah, about it absolutely. and see how you feel and they did that and we had a conversation and it didn't get better and you know i said like look i'm really sorry but yeah it's just not working out and they were really understanding or yeah. at least my perception is that they were really understanding. Um, Yeah. And everything was, was, there was no, you know, horribleness or anything. And because of that, we were able to do what I would do with anyone and write their character out in a way that they like. Yeah. So, yeah, it just comes down to practicing good communication, which is tricky. But it's difficult. We've all got it in us. Yeah. Like, I would dread sending those messages. Oh, I would like absolutely. send a message and then throw my phone across the room and not look at it for three hours. Like, <laughs> yeah. I hated doing it. I think especially a situation like that where it's no one's fault. It's just like not compatible. It's just not like, no compatibility is just isn't there, which is sad. It's like breaking up with someone. Right, exactly. It's, it, it, you know what? It, and it, people are going to be like, not so extreme, but no, it's, especially if you've been in that group for such a long time, like... Mm-hmm. meaningful relationships are forged through D&D and I don't care what anyone says they are like mm. I and I think me and especially like because we obviously met prior to me meeting Wes, James and everyone else like I'm a lot closer to those guys now just even like the only really interaction I have was in game with them which is weird right but I know them and like I've been out with, I'm nice out with Wes and James now at this point but it's like the most time like, we spend together is in game Right? Yeah, it's, as fake it's, characters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is wild. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, it's it's I mean, I'm awful at breaking up with people. We've <laughs> done it a few times. Um, yeah. You know. I, I mean it's I, never fun. Uh, what? <laughs> it's never fun. What's it? No, no, never fun. No, <laughs> no, I and, didn't and say it's fun. I didn't say it's. Fun. I thought you said that's fun, and I was like, "Wow, you absolute sociopath." <laughs> I know. Um, I'm actually. I, I think the last three relationships I've had haven't been relationships. They've been situationships. You know, right, like, okay. there's, we're not. Yeah, there's yeah, no. Yeah. There's no official. Hey, we're we're together. We're just dating. Yeah, and um, they just kind of fizzled, and I'm like. That's fine. I'll never message them ever again. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's just kind of ended. Um, and that's, that is as, as wimpy and horrible as it is. Sometimes that's easier. Classic than ghosting. I mean, it's happened wow. to me too. No, 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 no. Not ghosting. Not ghosting. Because I'll happily talk to them if they message me, but they've not messaged me either, Dave. It's, fine. So it's a double ghost. It's a, it's a dual ghosting. <laughs> 
I think what you'll find, Dave, is it's um, it's two grown adults mm. experiencing life together and drifting mm-hmm. apart and understanding the uh, the situation. I, I don't know I how that feels like anymore because I've that's been exactly what it is. a married man for five years. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I'm convinced I'm going to die alone. Which that's will, fine. Uh, you'll be fine. Be God, <laughs> I'm so. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Do you know what makes me feel better when I'm going to die alone? Do you know, do you know what, do you know what makes oh, me feel better no. every time? Is uh, is a bit of retail therapy. Um, do you know what I haven't bought in a while, Dave? That I think well, actually have you not bought in a while. Do you know what would actually make me feel better is if you bought me them? Is a nice new set of deluxe dice. I'm sorry, yeah, but I'm not your girlfriend slash boyfriend slash partner. <laughs> You're not my person, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that yeah. person, if they exist, is on the other side of the planet. So. Oh, interesting. Well, just as far away from me as humanly possible. Um, anyway, <laughs> dice make me feel better. Dice, that's what I was trying yes. to say. Yeah, we all love clinky clanky math rocks. Uh, mm-hmm. If you head over to the Dice Dungeon, there's a link in the show notes below right now, you can go and have a look at some really nice sets. And actually, when I'm feeling really low, like when I've, you know, <laughs> I've been swiping on, on the apps mm. and I've had a few conversations, but then I've just found out it's actually a man from India trying to scam me and get me mm-hmm. to send him Google Play cards. Makes uh, sense. I go to the Dice Dungeon and I click on the, I speak from experience, I go to the Deluxe Dice section because, mm. oh my God, they're so good. Oh, day. Mm. There I are am, some juicy ones on there. I am in love with. I need to get those other ones that um, we're about actually last time. You still haven't bought them. There no, are two sets. Oh, there's actually three sets, but I I haven't um I haven't bought the third set. But I saw them in person when we went to Dragon Con. Dragon Meat, Ben. Dragon Meat. Thank you, Ben. Ripped the <laughs> shit out of me for calling. I'm it Dragon so Con. glad he did because I was there with him for it. Like, yeah. Well, look, I forget things. Okay. Anyway, um, the volcanic <laughs> glass. Matt Obsidian Gemstone Dice. Oh my god, they're so good. And uh, my newest addiction, my newest want is the um, amazing Agate Gemstone and the Midnight Sandstone mm. Gemstone. They're both gorgeous. They're like the opposite ends of the colour spectrum. The um, the Agate ones are actually on sale at the moment. Are they? Our discount code stacks. So if you want to go and get some dice or maybe a oh. dice rolling tray or a, or a, a, if you want to have what is basically an adventurous kit in real life, oh my God, go and check out the player carry case. Oh, um, Ben, then the shattered black over. crack glass. They're stunning. Oh my God, where are they? Hang on. Oh, they are nice. Oh, they're gorgeous. Oh my God. Yeah, they are really pretty. Oh my God. I'm just on that now. I'm just God. living my best life on it. Uh, um, yeah. So yeah. Anyway, go and have a look at these dice. Use the code we speak common at checkout and you'll get yourself a wonderful 10% off your entire order. So everything in that basket will have 10% off. So basically the more you spend, the more you, uh, you save. Save. <laughs> Dave? Yes. Did you just say Dave? I said save. I was doing oh. like a... Jesus. I think the storm is messing with our connection because it, I li- it literally sounded Hello. like you just went... <laughs> it's like I was talking and you just went... Dave, <laughs> I'm like yes. No, I was doing name. gay. I was doing <laughs> like a you were trying to say save at the same time. Dave, Dave, <laughs> Dave, Dave, Dave. I imagine you would sound like that, yeah. Like I like for sure would sound like, the yeah, exactly like that. Dave, 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 Dave. Is that how mm. Tiff says you speak? How Tiff says I speak? Like when Tiff is like, I imagine 
you know, because you're, you're, I mean, I, I imagine because it doesn't happen because you guys are perfect, you don't argue, but when you are, <laughs> she's like, oh, Dave, Dave, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say that now because that's hilarious. <laughs> Do you want to know something really? Sorry, this is going to be completely off topic now. We're getting into my relationship, but when we first got together, wow. we. We went out on a night out to something called Jazz Fest in Dantwich, where I used to live near. And uh, she got super, super drunk. And she spent the entire time saying my name over and over again. And I was stone cold sober the entire time. And I was like, oh, this is God. the worst night Why ever. was she saying your name? She was just what, like, so she drunk. She was, going, she was going, Dave. Dave. <laughs> Dave. Because Dave's like, got that northern accent as well. So, and it comes up more yeah. when she's drunk. So I was just like... Down, you've got, got to stop this. That's, <laughs> but we're still together. It nearly, so. <laughs> it nearly all ended there. And she, um, we went home and she ate my cheeseburger as well. So that night was just a, a spiral, really. It's, it's amazing you actually got <laughs> I married. know, it truly is. <laughs> anyway, I can't segue from that to describe. So do you want to make your games more inclusive? Yeah. More inclusive? More immersive? More inclusive. That too, sure. <laughs> yeah. you, should, you should probably make your games more inclusive, guys. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, describe our other partners. You can head down to the description below. This is an absolute train wreck of an ad read. Describe, spelled D-S-C-R-Y-V. Head over to their website, adder.com on the end, or follow that link below, and you can get access to over 10,000 finely crafted box texts, professional writers, the real-life bards, doing uh, God's good work, the hard work, that is, creating box texts for you to use in your games. So let's say, for example, you need to describe something really obscene, like, I don't know, a strange draconic creature that has uh, died and been found inside an old abandoned wizard's tower that's ransacked and just kind of aging over time that your players are exploring. Hey, Excuse type me? that into describe. I don't, I don't know. It's just an example. Excuse me. You could, uh, you could search online and find something like that to use in your games. <laughs> Panic. Can't. Calm down. Uh, they have an amazing selection of scenes, locations, monsters, spells, magic items, pretty much anything you could ask for available for you to use. And there's stuff for you to use as a player too, so you can make your actions in combat really, really cool. You can describe them and watch everyone's jaws drop to the floor as you describe how you decapitate that draconic creature. Um they also have a Sonic library and maps and all other good stuff. So go and check them out. There's about 500 scenes available for you to use for free right now. And you can get access to the ever-growing collection by subscribing. There's loads of different price tiers. And of course, 10% off when you use the code COMMON at checkout. That will stay on your account for the first two years that your subscription is active. So go check it all out. You've got a face on you like you want to say something, Dave. I, I feel like you've just... I, I'm, I mean, everyone will... Everyone in like... Well, I don't know, like six months' time, re listen to this episode and then tell me if it happened because it's going to, I feel like something's going to happen now that I know about. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Concern. Great concern. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about it. Uh... Um, okay, let's talk about your experience with yes. uh, your players. Um, you, had to, you had to ask a player to leave. Two, and it yes. wasn't as amicable as mine. No. So the, the <laughs> I heard the weight on your voice. Yeah. There. So one of them this was literally, right? So one of them I had to deal with very swiftly and it was literally oh. about 2 hours before the game was about to happen. Oh no. Right? Um so one of my other players 
who was a long-term player at my table, came to me and went, look, um, this has gone down. Um, it's come out that this, is, this person is not a good person and basically I don't feel comfortable playing in a game with them anymore. Yeah, yeah right? Uh, so I was like, look, I can't just get rid of them without any evidence. Can you, like... Yeah, what's the context? Can you tell me what's going on? Can you show me yeah. things? Um, so he went, here, here's everything. And I went, oh, fuck. Right? Oh, I understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I literally had to message him and be like, look, I've only got this from one side. Uh, I've also seen all these messages and context. Mm. And unfortunately, you could not be at my table anymore. How did that go down? It was a bit, they just kind of went, oh, and then left it at that. Right, okay. So it wasn't, so it, there wasn't, wasn't no, good. Like, no, but but it could have been worse. Right, but they, they I think they known, <laughs> there you go, they were aware of what they'd done, and right. um, they came to terms with the consequence, I guess. I think with something like that, when you've seen, you know, you've got the context, you've got the proof, you understand what's going on. I yeah. think it's really important to detach yourself from it, keep a cool yeah. head as the DM, and just be like, look, here's, here's how it is, here's how yeah. it's going to be, that's it. And don't, yeah. you know, get into... Don't bring emotion. passion into it, yeah, exactly. Like, no. There's no, especially if you're not involved in it, like, you do not need to bring that in. You can just be like, here's the line, we're not you crossing it. it. Yeah, like, yeah. you're done. You're done. You're done. You're out of here. You're out of here. Uh, maybe don't send them that voice note. No, do not. Do not really say you piss them off. Do not send any <laughs> gifts. Or do not send any voice notes saying you're out of here. Or any, you know, emojis and passive aggressive. Yeah. Just keep messages. It just words. Pro- professional. Yeah. Um. Okay. What was the other one like then? So, uh, this was a long. So this was like. Um, I want to say like my third game DMing, uh, and it was a group I was running for during COVID. Um, who had I, I still have one of the players that is at my table now. The rest of them have either fizzled out or left uh, due to me right. going the same working. Um, right. They were a really nice person, like really, really genuinely nice person. I think the issue was a game that they were looking for a more silly game. And a more jokey, um, very like th- this doesn't matter. This these characters aren't anything that matter to me. It's just throwaway. It was almost like every game, like even a long term campaign, felt like a one shot to them. Yeah, right. Like it's not like a they don't really care. Like there's it, like there's no consequences. They're exactly. Just stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. And it's like like a, a episode of the week kind of thing. Yeah, exactly, and like we, and this may come from the fact that they they played Monster of the Week a lot. Like we mm. played as a group Monster of the Week quite a lot. Um, so possibly something to do with that. But the the other thing was that I don't think they were compatible with me as a person and with other members of the group as a person either, because yeah. the way they ran games and the way they played in games was very adversarial. Like 
as well, they would like, I've beaten you as like a DM, and you're just like, what? Like, this is nuts. Yeah, like, that's not how this works. Yeah, yeah. it was very odd. Um, so I literally had the conversation like, look, and this was a conversation I had, in, like, I can't be in your games also. Like, I think he was my second introduction, mean, possibly my first proper game in D&D. No, oh, wow. sec- second game, second person who ran for me, actually, in D&D during COVID. Um, yeah. And I was just like, he ran Death House for us, and I'm like, yeah, this is the worst thing, right? This is horrendous. Uh, yeah. So it was just a conversation in general that I'm like, look, I don't think your views align with mine, uh, and you just cause trouble in game. Like, and no one was having a good time. It was just a nightmare, right? Mm. And mm. some people are into that. Some people are into like the meat grinder. Like, I have thirty characters lined up, and they're all gonna die. Uh, not my cup of tea. <laughs> but you're right. It comes down. You said it earlier. It comes down to that like expectations that you set in sessions, you yeah. know, and why everyone's there and what they're all signing yeah. up for. And we didn't have a session zero, yeah. which was probably the cause. Yeah, that's a big red flag. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's so, a D and D red flag. If there's no yeah. session zero, gotta have them. You gotta yeah. have them. Need them. Um, I have a bonus, uh, bonus one. Oh, bonus round! Before I go into my final one, okay, which is um. Hey, if you and your girlfriend break up and oh. they're in the campaign, that's shit. Yes, uh, very much so. Uh, I think anyone in the server um, yeah, knows about this. Bitch. Not, not, not because I talked about it, just because no. they 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 realised someone stopped appearing on I think, shows. And yeah, things. and like mainly because of like um, the actual plays and like everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the reason why it was happening more than anything else. Like you had to make people aware so, that there wasn't going to be anything else happening and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, like that series finished when it finished and that was it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, and, and you know, a whole other show that was planned never happened because of it and stuff like that. Like it was mental. Big but um, for, so, okay, if, you, if you're playing D&D and your partner's in the game, which is common. Yeah. It's lovely. It's great. Unless you break up, then it's not so great. Here's how I handled it. And here's what not to do. So, yeah. um uh, we, it was all amical. It was all, all great, all good. We were all friendly. It was fine. Um, yeah. It was, it was a mutual, semi-mutual thing. It was all fine. Um, what's that face, David? No, it was just the way you said semi-mutual puts a bad touch to it. <laughs> Not to go into the minutiae of it all. Yeah. And to break down my breakup. Um, yeah. but uh, it was one of those things where you know we've been together for a very long like years a very long time yeah um, and uh, things were working and she yeah. brought it up we discussed it we had some time apart and then I came back to her and went yeah I think you're right and then we you know so it, it yeah. was I say semi-mutual in the fact that like she wanted to break up and I didn't and then I we had some time and I thought about it and I thought actually no she's right and I agreed so mm-hmm. semi-mutual is yeah. how I describe it. But anyway, um, she wanted to, I, I said to her, like, you know, you, they're your friends too, the party. She yeah. wants to stay and play. Like, I'm fine with that. Like, we've got a break anyway. I need some time, but that's yeah. fine. And um, it was fine, but it also wasn't fine. Like, it was, yeah. it was great. It was all okay. Yeah. Um, some things happened that were hard to deal with um but yeah. you know life things but uh you know the games was, were fine 
it did get to the point where um, I said to her, look, one, I'm not sure if this is your thing anymore. Yeah. I'm getting a vibe. And two, I think it's better if you go. Yeah. And, um, and she said, you know what? I agree. Yes. And then we worked together to write her character out and, yeah. you know, do all that stuff. And she left. And it was very emotional because, again, yeah, I bet. you know, it was, um, we'd, we'd been together for, you know, seven years. Yeah, a long and time. She'd been in the party in the group for like four or five. Yeah. We finished the session and kind of like with Joe, you know, I said like, yeah. thank you for being part of the story. Thank you for being part of this for so long. Like, Which like hats off to you. Part. That's like, uh, that's a big, like fucking well done. Mate, it's fucking difficult. That's rough. It's so fucking hard. Yeah. And I said to, I said, I think I, you know, I did what I do for anyone who leaves amicably and I, and you give them a yeah. goodbye and you, and you say thank you. And I always say thank you for allowing me yeah. to, to write these stories and tell these stories and, and for them putting in their creative, their threads, you know? Yeah. And, um, and that was that she left and I had a big cry and then we we're all okay. And yeah. it, it was, you know, it was difficult. Yeah. But if you if you're in a relationship with someone in the table and um, it breaks down, yes. Depending on how, yeah. My my hindsight being twenty twenty, if it's an amicable kind of thing and you're all friends, that doesn't necessarily mean that you should keep playing D and D. No, I think it's that's not how you move on. No, is I think it's very healthy to finish that relationship. Altogether. I mean, this was like. Month. This is like over years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it a while ago now. Yeah. But anyway, that's my bonus one. Um, last one. Last one. For me, because we are kind of hitting time. Mm-hmm. Is um having a having a Barney with a player. Mm-hmm. Having a, a disagreement. Yeah. Um, I had a disagreement with a player, and they said some very hurtful things and um it just yeah. wasn't good wasn't good wasn't you nice both upset each other and you ha- you both felt not good about it i would say yeah and so we took some time and then we tried to work through it in the sense that we were having a conversation and um like to, to, to try and resolve things yeah and um it got to the point where i said I think they felt from, from the conversation, the way I remember it, I think they felt like they had had it resolved. And I said, I don't, I, I feels like we've just gone over your side of things. Like, I don't feel yeah. like we've talked about what happened over here. Um, they disagreed and didn't mm-hmm. want to apologize or, you know, doing like, it's difficult, you know? Yeah. Um, and I said, okay, well, look, that's it then we're done here this conversation's over i'm not yeah. going around we, this has been four days going around my whole week my whole back yeah. holiday weekend i don't want to talk about this anymore i've all yeah. i've thought about is this it's not nice i'm done um that's it and they yeah. said okay great like there was they're a bit sarky and i was like okay well that just kind of cements the point and then it went quiet for a bit and then i got a message that was like can you still run D for me and i was like jesus Okay. And I thought about it. Um, and I said, do you know what? Yeah, fine. 
I, it actually, uh, actually, yes, I could. But, and I said to them, if things don't get better, because some of, some of the criticisms that I mm-hmm. had raised were about their um, lack in-game of stuff, yeah. in-game. Yeah. And um, uh, I said, you know, if, if, if it doesn't get better, or if it feels awkward and it feels shit, I'm going to tell you and we'll mm-hmm. call it because, you know, I'm going yeah. to have fun too. And it was fine for a while. And for a long time, we like, we just didn't talk. We just talked at D&D. And yeah. I, I'm looking back now, you know, we do this thing where we have doors open. We have an hour where we can all sit and hang out yeah. and then curtains. And that's the time that we play. If you arrive at curtains, you've missed out on your opportunity to talk and catch up. Yeah, and exactly. And this is the time we start playing. Yeah. And I, it, it, I realized it was getting to the point where I would join and everyone would be talking. And if they were there, I wouldn't talk about my day because yeah. of some things. Some things were brought me. up about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so, uh, looking back, that's not great. That's not good. Anyway, yeah. um, it was all fine. It was all okay. But I didn't like it because for me, you know, D&D, when I, like you said earlier, you know, we've all got relationships. We've yeah. all become some of the we have like brothers, yeah. Yeah. you know, like I would come to you with anything going on in my life right yeah. now. And I, and I know that I mean, we, we talk about shells and like it, it, anyone's exactly. under a rough time. We always, you know, everyone feels comfortable enough to speak about it. Right. Yeah. 100%. We support each other. And yeah. I realized that like, it just felt like there was this kind of transactional relationship going on where they were just mm-hmm. turning up just to play D and I, and I wasn't about it. I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. And I think I said to you, I said like, Oh God, like we're playing a deadly campaign and if their character dies, I'm going to mm-hmm. have to like think about whether they stay or not. And I don't yeah. want to do that. And then we played the next day and they died. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I know. And I was like, oh, like that encounter was rough though. I was gravely concerned about everyone's well-being, So that was a hard encounter. And oh I, yeah. Like it, I, didn't, that, I didn't want to kill them. No, because then I knew it. I'd have to have this conversation. If anything, yeah, they right? have plot armor. You, you literally, <laughs> I remember you saying like, I'm, I'm concerned that something might happen. And I'm like, eh, yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. It's a deadly campaign. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we had a conversation and I, they'd messaged me the same night, like what, next character. And I was like, it's half 11. I'm exhausted. I'll message you tomorrow. Yeah. Um, the only conversations we'd had that like the two we'd had in months was when they messaged me about D and D and it was literally only about D and D. And I was yeah. like, this is naff. This is horrible. It just always made me feel gross. Yeah. And I, um, they messaged me the next day and I'm like, what do I do? And I was like, okay, here's, like here's what I want you to think about yeah um, if you're going to make a new character because you know we're going into this very specific part of the campaign and we're going into the dungeon know, weren't like, we we're after that basically the, yeah. yeah yeah um, so I was like you, you really need a character that you know you're going to enjoy don't don't do something experimental at this point yeah which and I think I said, was a fair comment yeah um, and I'd said you know let's I just want to you know think about whether you want to recommit yourself to the campaign yeah. because the person had um, dropped a lot of games recently, wasn't turning up to sessions um, or hadn't turned up to a couple of sessions. Yeah. Um, you know, there was just, there was just kind of this, I had this vibe and I even said to them, like, I don't know what you've got going on, but I've gathered that you've got a lot going on. Yeah. So just, just please just think about, committing again whether you want to continue yeah yeah like it was an opportunity to think about it because 
you know, it would be easier for both of us if you decided you didn't want to and you did that now rather than two weeks down the line. Yeah. Yeah. You know, through the team. Um, and sure, you know, maybe I could have worded it slightly better. We're all human. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, we, we've discussed be... before that you, you sometimes struggle with how you word things. And, you know, that's not, not you. Dyslexia. Being, yeah, exactly. It's just difficult for, <clears throat> especially with people with dyslexia, to, to word things the right way. It's, it's something I've had to learn and teach myself a lot. But it was years. also like, I was so conscious of the fact that this person didn't like me. You, and I, and you I don't, were really worried about stuff like that. You, you yeah. like truly get like really concerned about stuff like that. Yeah, I don't think that that is wrong to say. Like, I think if someone like, well, if they didn't like, they wouldn't be in the game. No, I genuinely like this person. They didn't hate me. Yeah, but they they didn't like me as a person. Yeah, and the, the, which is the why it was, felt gross about them being in the, yeah. in the game. And, this and so is, I was really conscious that the message should not. I didn't want to spark anything, and so it, yeah. I think it came across a bit clinical, like a bit yeah. professional. More than yeah, I would say so. I think that's the problem. Yeah, and the thing is as well that you two were, you know, before shit hit the fan, uh, you you were good friends. Right, we were. I I use that. I don't use that word lightly. We were brothers. We were. We were so close. We were like the same person for a long time. Yeah. Um, which is why it hurts so much to lose them. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, some of the things that were said, like it just it really hurt, and I think that's why I couldn't let just just let it go. You know. Yeah. Um. And uh, so I sent this message, and I said, "Lie, just just." Just consider it, you know, it's a big commitment. I just want to make sure yeah. you've got the time. And I, I think they, they took it poorly and um, yeah, and said, you know, well, sounds like you've made your mind up. I'll leave, you know, this, this and this. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, that's not yeah, what I was saying. I wasn't asking you to leave. I was asking you to just, you know, make sure you really want to stay in because you've just left yeah. two games um, by your own choice. Um, but they, you know, at that point it was done. And it was... It's shit, and I'll be honest, mate. Like, I still think about it. I still mm-hmm. think, like, God, like, what happened? Because mm. it, it, it just felt like it all changed out of nowhere. Yeah. Um. And you know, I think this is this is that kind of situation where, as a DM, maybe, or as a player, I think to, this is more a DM side of yeah. the tips because the player doesn't really have as much control as the DM in these situations. But yeah. as a DM, you're, you have a problem with the player yourself and you have to take responsibility for that. And yeah, I remember I sent messages to people in the group saying like, look, just so you know, this has happened. Mm-hmm. Here's what was said. Here was, here's what I presented. Here's what the outcome yeah. was. I just want you to have the facts and know that, you know, and uh, you know, you even said to me, we had a conversation. You're like, uh, the message was a bit clinical, and we talked through it. And yeah, you know, James was like, James, you know, looked at it and said, yeah, no, I understand. He doesn't look like you've done anything wrong. Like, I get no. it. And I think I even said to Ray, like, <laughs> Ray being over in America, yeah, is the most disconnected from everyone in 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 a sense in the like group. That. Yeah, yeah, but not disconnected at all. Not not disconnected in relationship wise, but distance, in distances. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I sent and I said to him, like, look, I hope this doesn't impede your fun for the yeah. game and he said he said to me like I, I think he said I really appreciate the lengths you go to over um, share and yeah. tell us like what's going so we understand what's happening Ray is really really good at taking a step back and going this is the this is the picture without any emotion in it like he's very a very good at doing sounding that, yeah. board yeah yeah he really is Um. 
so yeah, so yeah, I still feel bad about how it went down, but I think the thing that I take away from it is that I look back and I go, I was DM. Yeah. So I'm, I have responsibility in the group, but I'm also a player. I'm yeah. also trying to have fun. Mm-hmm. I was not enjoying you weren't the, a game you weren't enjoying that I was spending hours on every week to like mm-hmm. prepare and then run yeah you know and I, I was even said to me at one point I was like are you enjoying it and I was like well it's okay yeah it's like, that's not what you used to give yeah exactly yeah um, and it is I'm still sad about it I am very sad about it the whole thing because mm. and I tried I, I, and me as a third party in this did try and yeah, fix, it, fix it as much as I could but it just wasn't happening and it, I am still very sad about it but it happened and it's over now and you're both going on with your lives and it's fine you know yeah and I think I think that's important you know it felt like it came out of absolutely nowhere yeah it was wild does. yeah um, all it takes and- is, is something like if two people are bad at, in a bad situation at one time all it takes is one clash and then perceptions and your mind I mean, changes. look, I, have, I had no idea. I have no idea, had no idea what was going on in their life. Yeah. Like, I don't know if something happened mm-hmm. that sparked something or what, yeah. but, you know, all I, all I know is that at the end of the day, if, and everyone has their own lines, right? We mm-hmm. all have a thing. Um, I spoke to my mum about something the other day and she was like, she, she was, we we're talking about her past and something that happened with yeah. the family. Um, and she said, oh, I, I give people three chances. And mm-hmm. I, this reminds me of you, actually. Yeah, I have um, the same. You, know, <laughs> you screw me over three times and that's it. I cut you out. Yeah. I can forgive you twice. And I'm like, yeah. that's an interesting, you know. Whereas yeah. for me, it's like, if you... I, I try so hard to mm-hmm. bring conflicts to a, a level ground. Yeah. Um, And to take accountability for things that I've done wrong. Yeah. But to also get an apology if I'm deserved one. Yeah. You know, and I would expect the other person to do the same, right? I 100%. say sorry, you say sorry, yeah. we shake hands, we hug, we move on. Yeah. Um and if someone can't do that and yeah. can't understand why why, why I'm hurt by something, mm-hmm. then that emotional connection breaks and then yeah. we're kind of done. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the thing, and we're just going to we're going to get it a little bit deep, like we normally do in our episodes, anyway. Then, no, we but, always um, do. I, think I am that, at the end of my beer, so it's time for it. Yeah, I think that I think you're you as a person are very easily misread. I think you are a very complex. No, no, I'm oh, not. God. I'm not. I'm so you are a very sensitive person, hmm. but I think people don't realize that. Right. Uh, this is something I think people don't know about you straight away. Which blows my mind because I feel like it's <laughs> it's always been something that I've been criticised about. People have yeah. always criticised me for being overly sensitive. So maybe mm-hmm. that's why I try and hide behind like, yeah. you know, humour and stuff. But yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I have a big heart. I love God. Fucking hell, you've really... You've well, no, I love, I love, <laughs> love... You know, yeah. like when I, when I say like, like I tell my friends I love them yeah, you do. because I do, you know, I don't, I'm not shy about that stuff. No, just nice. I'd much rather nice give you thing. a hug than yeah. give you a fist bump, you know, like, yeah, 
I don't know. It's it's tricky, and I think, and I and I can be, and I think I am in tune with emotional mm-hmm. situations. I can be yeah. quite empathetic, um, and it's tricky because yeah, it's hard. That's hard, but yeah, it is I very really, difficult. I just. I don't know where we're going with this now. Um, no, I feel but like we're just having a Ben pity party. It, no, not at all. Like it's not. I'm not trying to say that you're like this. Isn't you being like, oh, you're so sensitive? Not at all. This is <laughs> you said, this is a hell. You is healthy to be like that. It's not healthy to be yeah, closed yeah. off. Like you need to tell people how you feel. If if that hurts their feelings, sorry. But at the end of the day, you need to be. I know this is going to sound so cheesy. But you need Go to on. be your true self. And that's something I have genuinely yes. learned with age. And now I, I literally don't care what anyone thinks about me. I will always say, like, I won't insult people. I won't be mean to people on purpose, but I will, no, I will tell, I will say my feelings and I will state how I feel. Um, and I will tell someone if I feel that way. I won't just go, oh, I'm not going to say a word because it will yeah. boil up and boil up and boil up and then it will explode. And that's yeah. how bad things happen. And- do you know what the you saying that you think people what was it what did you say what are the words you said that i i think people don't people, realize that you are sensitive yeah but you said it a different way like people, i don't know <laughs> like it, it, my biggest fear is that someone has the incorrect view of me yeah, that is you. I because know that's your biggest fear. Yeah, that's that's my biggest fear because I my I hate the idea that there's someone out there who read me wrong and was like, "Wow, mm-hmm. that guy's such a cock. Because what a you, horrible person." Yeah, you spoke because to me at work, I, and people you work with, the one person says something to you, and you're like, "Oh my god," you couldn't stop thinking about it for weeks. And I'm like, "Oh my god, it's yeah, okay." Someone said something, and I was like, "Oh god, what if everyone thinks I'm an arsehole? And yeah. it's like because I genuinely just want. To be friends with everyone. Yeah. It's really, and even, even people that I don't mesh with and I don't get on with, mm-hmm. like I can you think, still of, want I can them think to of someone right now. Yeah. That, that's, I can think of someone in my life that's got nothing to do with mm-hmm. D&D that, um, like we're just not, they're just not my person. Like yeah. they, they just, I probably won't hang out with them much, but yeah. I see them day to day and I'm like, God, I want to get on with them. Yeah. I want them to like me and I want to like them. And I do yeah. like them. I just, I just know I'm not, they're not my people, you know? Yeah. You've got to find your people. Um, yeah. That's why we, like, we are opposites because oh. I'm just like, I don't care if you don't like me. <laughs> do you know what? I'm like, I'm a massive fucking hippie. I'm like, yeah. we're all the same. We're all share the earth. Let's all hug a tree. And that's yeah. not, that's not a joke. I am like that. No, I know so, you are. I know you are, but yeah. I'm fully aware, which is nice. Um, I think it's a really nice thing to be like. And I, I do try to be more like that, but I'm just, it's just not who I am. So, you know what though? There's absolutely someone listening to this episode. who has gone, Oh God, I fucking hate those people. <laughs> what, I've, what I've tried to do is be a bit more like you and be yes. like, it's okay. We've had this discussion. Like, yeah. You, you could, you could be the, the juiciest, juiciest pear on a tree, mm-hmm. you know, the biggest, wettest, loveliest pear oh. full of flavor. <laughs> right. And some people are going to like that because they they just don't like pears, you know? So that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. You're you, be you. Yeah. Live your life. Don't be unapologetic, but don't worry about it either. Right. That's what we're worried 100%. Yeah, and I think that's important in telling people that they need to leave your table. 
<laughs> you, you joke about getting back to the topic, but it absolutely is. Because yeah. we all, like I said, we all have lines. We all have yeah. boundaries. Those are important. And if they get crossed, mm-hmm. you've got to have those conversations. Yeah, I, I work um, on that. We've spoken about this before, and like you just mentioned it briefly then. Uh, yeah. I work off a three-strike policy in my games. If you fuck up that many times, you're out regardless. It, I, yeah. I don't have the patience nor the time to I'm, fuck about. <laughs> I'm trying to now actively... Um, remind or analyze and remind mm-hmm. myself kind of how the relationship's been like if someone fucks me over once i'm like okay i'll give you a second chance if someone yeah. fucks me over again and again and again i'm actively now trying to go is this a pattern is this an issue because i can be yeah. far too forgiving i mean also going back to the three strikes have a bit of leeway for emergencies and things that can't be helped oh Don't yeah just be it's like, like <laughs> if you miss three sessions yeah. you're out yeah no. like this is good. oh sorry the, you the have to go to factors. a funeral uh, yeah, I don't tough. think so yeah. see you later <laughs> yeah, then exactly. maybe you're the arsehole then yeah. you're the bad person <laughs> yeah <laughs> you should um, remove yourself from the game <laughs> Jesus we we went deep there yeah but it's good um, though I think it's all the world's lacking bad realness I don't know. I've 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 bared my soul a little bit, and I don't good. know how I feel about that. So uh, I liked it. I enjoyed um, it. <laughs> good. Well, just sucking just, up those soul pieces. Just no, 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 no. <laughs> um, just to be clear, just to be really honest with you, I'm, yes. in a, I'm, in a, very, I'm in a very good place, both spiritually, you physically, are. mentally. We've been so, talking a lot um, about spiritualism recently, which has been nice. We have, we have, but um, not on the podcast. Um, no, but. Yeah, in, in, in life but yeah. um yeah so i just wanted to i just wanted to say we've talked about a couple of rough times there yeah definitely um, don't, and i don't want to end i don't want to end on a negative no. i want to say like you know if you're going through something where you've got a player who you know maybe you're listening to this and you've thought god there's yeah this is something that's familiar to Arles. me right now and it's mm. difficult and i don't know how to feel about it or what to do like honestly i'm the happiest healthiest i've ever been now yeah you know people you're doing really good at the moment really good at the moment. that wasn't that wasn't me trying to no i'm being genuinely serious you this is the since i've known you this is the best you've been like to be spiritually emotional wise when you when our relationship really flourished and became Mm -hmm. more of a thing i was going through like a rough patch yeah a move (laughs) yeah breakup yeah like new job like oh my god (laughs) A horrible roommate like it was yeah. just a rough time yeah you were having um, a bad time but what, what i'm trying to say is if you're going through a situation where you've got this kind of thing and you've got to have a tough conversation or maybe you've had a falling out with someone at the table and you don't know how it's going to go and all that kind of stuff no matter what and i think you'll agree with me dave yeah whatever the outcome is once it's done with mm-hmm. and once it's put to bed maybe you fix the problem and stay together or maybe you don't and you go separate ways yeah whatever it is things will get better because of that because it's done and it's not lingering 100 percent. if you close that off and then just close the door and move on is just the best in, yeah. in in just in relationships in general that's the best thing to do absolutely hey this is a D podcast and we've run over so <laughs> let's um let's <laughs> fucking hell what a what a weird uh, I mean, we, knew, we both knew it was going to be a bit of a rollercoaster this episode, so. Yeah, I don't know whether I'm <laughs> or not. I guess we'll find no, out when the episode goes out. I don't out, think so. We? I think you've been just fine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, look, if you want to 
touch on any of this maybe there's something in this episode that's made you <laughs> think about some things or maybe you're going through a rough time with how to handle a situation we've had conversations like this on the server with Absolutely. players and dms you know who are having these conversations and need a bit of advice yeah we're here for you we'll help you out um the best way to do it the best place we've done it before is over on our server the discord server it's free yeah. to come on to and join and have a chat 100%. and it don't feel like i always feel like when you're new on a server you're like oh i don't i can't just jump no, on and just start, my shit, just start talking to us please <laughs> yeah if you're if you're sitting going i've got to write this message and i don't know how to do it join the server and say yeah. hi i'm joining because i heard this episode can i get some help and we'll we'll yeah. absolutely help you out 100 um, and that's not just the community not even if you're just a patron just like yeah, comment oh, no, all the time to us like just just yeah yeah absolutely the community is such a open and accepting place yeah um, i think oh, we're so, such I like nice so i think everyone is there so like uh, so willing to help like so willing mm. to be like give support and advice and love and like no one like i don't not many people only like know each other in person but they're so no. like just nice it's just i just love it i absolutely love the vibe we're all bonded by our hatred for dragons that we must have <laughs> in our make-believe games. Yes. Um, so if you if you are having a tough time with this kind of topic, then come on over. There's a link in the description below. You can jump on. Uh, it's, it's free to get on and be in the comment yeah. room. You have limited access, but you'll have enough access to join the room and chat and talk and yeah. get some help. Um, and if you enjoy the shows and you want to help and you want to support, the best way to do it is through Patreon. There's a link to that below too. It gets you more access to things in the discord server like the vibe zone like yeah uh, like our events that we put on and, i can see and liam sitting in there right now i know i'm, I'm kind <laughs> of hoping he doesn't i'm uh, sod's law is we'll, we'll stop recording we'll stop, in the studio yeah. which is a, a special hidden room and he'll instantly leave because he's been waiting for someone <laughs> to join him so we're gonna go and say hello to him now but um liam if you listen to this and you left it's your own fault yeah. Um, how dare you come and join patreon's the best way to support of course going through our uh, partners and buying dice and stuff using our codes helps too and just sharing the podcast with other people out there who maybe need a bit of help with these kinds yeah, of stuff too definitely. okay this has been a really fucking long episode Dave so we're going to end it right now yes, this is it that's it. it that's the end that's we're it. done go 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 bye 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 alright cool love you lots bye Thanks for listening to the We Speak Common Podcast Network. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a review on your platform of choice and share us with a friend or D&D group near you. If you'd like to directly support the network in the production of new shows like the one you heard today, head to the description of this episode or our social media pages for a link to our Patreon page. You can connect with the show on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at We Speak Common. The network theme is Street Dancing by Timecrawler82 and is held under a Creative Commons 4.0 license. You can find it on the Free Music Archive.